everybody, Darlene Check here and a huge thank you for joining us today for Hope You See online Easter Friday service, Hope at Home. If you're visiting, please, you are so welcome, settle in. We have adopted you into our family already. And if you are part of our campuses, we miss you. I can't wait to hug you in real time again soon. And a huge thank you this morning to the beautiful kids who spoke so innocently about who Jesus is to them on this very special weekend, this very special Easter weekend. For anyone who is part of Hope You See, I just want to talk to you for a moment before I speak about Good Friday. I just want to talk to you about our giving this weekend. Normally on an Easter Friday, we would receive an offering as a church family to go to an area of any great need in our nation. Last year, we gave to our farmers in need, um, which was so good. It was a great blessing to some of our regional, fa um, regional farmers who I know are doing it really tough. And this year, we're going to receive our offering. We do that online. You can just click the Give button and we will receive it in there. And we're going to pour that finance into our Meals of Hope, which we as a church family are facilitating for many who are part of our church family and our greater community who are without work at the moment and cannot afford the basic groceries or necessities right now and also for those who cannot physically get out to buy groceries to make meals we want to take meals to them as well so I want to say a huge thank you to all of you who are partnering with us in some way we love and appreciate you so today I want to talk to Good Friday this Easter unlike any Easter that I have ever experienced in my life, and I'm sure it's the same for you, it feels um, a little bit surreal. You know, rather than gathering around long tables and where we simply say the more the merrier, come over, most of us are at home as we should be. We've got to be really smart and responsible during this season. We're at home with those in our immediate family. Some of you are juggling a whole lot of questions. Some of you are juggling a whole lot of fears. Some of you are grappling with the thought of what a new long-term normal for us looks like as a nation and as a global community. And I want to say to you that the beautiful thing about this is that we literally are all in this together and we will get through together under the banner of the grace of our beautiful Jesus who is protecting us in this season. This Easter is unlike any Easter that I have ever experienced in my lifetime, as I am certain it is for you too. You know, rather than gathering around our long tables where we just say the more the merrier, most of us are simply at home where we should be. Okay, we've got to be responsible citizens at this season. We're with those in our immediate family. You could be juggling a whole lot of questions maybe a whole lot of fears, maybe you're grappling with the thought of what a new long-term normal looks like for you, for us as a nation and as a global community. But here's the thing, the message of Easter is the enduring message of hope, the cross, the message of the cross, which we see everywhere across the earth. 
It's a symbol of hope, a global symbol of hope, the message of Jesus coming, making a way for us where there was no way. In fact, do you know every time you write the date and Good Friday, the 10th of April 2020, you know every time you write the date, you refer to the origin of this historic weekend, celebrating the birth and the death and the resurrection life of Jesus Christ. 10th of April 2020, the how many literal days since the very first Easter weekend. Easter is not some memorial to a nice, good religious teacher who did live, die and rise over 2,000 years ago. It's actually a celebration of the fact that Jesus is alive today. I'm living proof. I'm standing here as living proof that Jesus is alive today and so are over one billion Christians who will celebrate not just the holiday but the meaning of Easter this weekend, that Jesus Christ, motivated by love for us all, not for most, not for the ones who we just really liked or who seemed to fit in with his way of thinking, Jesus Christ came for all and motivated by love for us all, he hung on a cross and he stayed on a cross until everything that was needed to be one was one. The nails did not hold him there, family. Love held him there. Love for you and love for me held him to that cross until all was one. Jesus was not taken to die against his will. In fact, in 1 John 3.16, it says, this is actually how we know what love is. Many people try to present to you a picture of what love is, but the Bible says this is how we know what love is, that Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Jesus knew what he was on earth here to do. God sent his perfect son to pay a price that we could not pay. We could not fulfill the law. We could not remit for our own sin. We could not ever find a way to secure our own, our own eternity. And so God sends Jesus. John 4.34, actually Jesus says, I came to finish the work that my father sent me to do. He knew what he came to earth to do. The three words that Jesus cried out from the cross are the three words that hold our lives securely in his grace today. It is finished. From John 19, verse 28 to 30, it says, Later knowing that everything had now been finished so that the scripture could be fulfilled. Jesus said, I am thirsty. And a jar of wine vinegar was there and they soaked a sponge in it and put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant and lifted it to Jesus' lips. And when he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. And with that, he bowed his head 
and he gave up his spirit. The Greek word for it is finished is tetelestai, which not only means that the complete work is literally finished, but that it is still in effect today. Jesus was not a martyr. He is a saviour through the power of the finished work of the cross. Now we receive salvation. The things that we could not atone for our sins, Jesus came and did that for us. Forgiveness, healing. I stand here today as a testament to the finished work of the cross, healing, wholeness, everlasting life. This is the hope found in Jesus. This is why we can stand here today and say, indeed, it was a good Friday. The absolute foundation for truth and righteousness, Jesus paid it all for you and for me. You know, the Bible tells us that we have all sinned. We've all fallen short. We all break the law. And Jesus came to pay the penalty of that sin that we could never, ever pay and completely and eternally cancel the debt that we would owe. God literally wipes out the charges against us. In Colossians 2.15 it says, And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them, by the cross. This is the good news of Jesus. This is Good Friday. You know, to the onlookers that day, the cross looked like the enemies of God had won. What they didn't understand is that Resurrection Sunday was coming. It almost sounds too good to be true, but through the power of the cross, And through the perfection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you can have confident hope. I will always have confident hope that is greater than any devastation, any pandemic, any fear, even greater than death, even greater than the fear of death that might be trying to encircle your mind today. You know, one of the other things I love about the Son of God is that Jesus' life was lived in service. His death on a cross in service to us. In fact, it's this modelling of a life lived, lifting others to a life of wholeness from death to life. This is so foundational to what salvation in Jesus looks like as we start to walk this life out. John eleven twenty five, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me, though he may die, he will live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. You know, in opening your heart to Jesus, We discover fulfilment like never before as we begin to live this life fueled by love and purposed by God. A love better than life. 
a love that will not let you go, a love that continues to lift others and a love that is happy to daily lay down our lives and pick up our cross and say yes to the fellowship of Jesus. It's not about rules and regulations, but it's about giving your life to Jesus. It's about relationship with a God who does not give you a to-do list. Rather, he creates a to-be list, just being in him, in his presence, allowing his life and his word to shape you from the inside out. It's the actual only way to true fulfilment and the peace that maybe today you are really longing for. It's relationship versus religion. To be rather than always doing. Religion will tell you to try harder, do more, measure up. But relationship with God says come as you are and let's walk this road together. Jesus came that we may have life and life in all its fullness. In Matthew 3.17, I love it, it says, You are my beloved, marked by my love, the delight of my life. That's how God thinks about you. This Easter, I just want to read a little bit from Romans 5 and then I'm going to invite you to say a prayer with me this morning. Romans 5, verse 7, Now, Who of us would dare to die for the sake of a wicked person? We can all understand if someone was willing to die for a truly noble person. But Christ proved God's passionate love for us by dying in our place while we were still lost and ungodly. And there is still much more to say of his unfailing love for us. For through the blood of Jesus... We have heard the powerful declaration, you are now righteous in my sight. And because of the sacrifice of Jesus, you will never experience the wrath of God. So if while we were still enemies, God fully reconciled us to himself through the death of his son, then something even greater than friendship with God is ours. Now that we are at peace with God, And because we share in his resurrection life, how much more we will be rescued from sin's dominion. And even more than that, we overflow with triumphant joy in our new relationship of living in harmony with God all because of Jesus. Do you know, in his omnipotence, our God can do all but one thing in his prayer for you. He cannot, on his own, make your heart become broken and contrite. The Bible asks us to open our hearts, you know, with a humility and come before God and admit that we need him. Well, he needs the consent of our free will. This is a limitation that God placed on himself when he created us, is having a free will. He'll knock on the door of your heart, but he won't break the door down. He's too good for that. My own story of finding the love of Jesus for myself as a teenager was the opening 
of my broken heart. I was a bit of a lost soul. And the continued deepening of this revelation of God's love, to be honest, family, this is the very hope that is holding me secure right here and right now. Psalm 32 puts it this way. What a joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. What joy for those who record the Lord has cleared me of guilt, whose lives are lived in honesty. When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long and day and night your hand of discipline was heavy on me and my strength evaporated like water in summer heat. But finally I confessed my sin to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt and I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me and all my guilt is gone. Good Friday. I'd be really honoured to lead you in a prayer on this special Easter weekend. I don't know your story. You might be part of Hope You See and you might have been coming for a long while. Maybe you have sat in services but never really opened your heart to God. Maybe you're on this journey understanding who God is. Maybe you're understanding the price that Jesus has paid. Maybe you're sitting there today and you found yourself online in this service. Maybe a friend, family or just you've ended up here at this service today. Maybe you sit under either a weight of guilt or maybe just a lack of understanding. Maybe you're saying, I don't, Darlene, you don't know what I've done. Do you know what? I don't have to know what you've done. God knows. And the beautiful thing about his love is that he sees us through his son Jesus, again, that finished work. Remember, it was complete then and the word means that it is still at work today. Whatever you've done, whoever you are, Jesus stands before you today with arms wide open and God simply says, come home, just come home. Open your heart and allow him to come right into the centre right into the centre of your world. You know, there's this beautiful word, Emmanuel. It says, God with us. It's one of the, my most favourite words in the Bible because I know that I am never alone because he is with me all the time. Emmanuel, God with us, God with you and God with me. I'd be honoured to lead you in a prayer today. The Bible just asks us to confess with our mouth and open up our heart and believe that Jesus was raised from the dead and it says, and then you'll be saved. So why don't we pray together right where you are in your lounge room, wherever it is, pray this prayer with me today. Dear Lord Jesus, I know today that I am in need of you and I need your forgiveness. I believe that you died on a cross for me and rose from the grave to give me life. Today, I turn from living life my own way. And with all that I am, I open my heart to you. Thank you for loving me. I am now a Christian and I give you all the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Amen. Congratulations to all of those who prayed that prayer today on this very, very good Easter Friday. Please let us know today if you've opened your heart to the love of God. There is a little button to click on your screen to let us know so that one of our pastoral team can give you, um, get in contact with you and walk you through this journey in following Jesus. It's actually today is the greatest day of your life. So Mark and I, we love you. We pray over you all this season that you would be safe in the name of Jesus, that you would be well in the name of Jesus, that you would flourish even in the midst of this extremely tough time and that in the celebration of Easter and all that it means of lots of board games and puzzles and baking and chocolate, that you would remember the hope that is Jesus, the hope that Easter represents. Here at Hope You See, we say this, hope is a person and his name is Jesus. You are loved. See you soon. Oh, 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 oh,